0: Banking has a name. We create it. And here we
1: talk about it. Welcome to the George Podcast.
0: Your hosts of this podcast episode are Tamara
1: and Doug. And today's issue is about a keyword in the George universe, which is openness.
0: Yes, we're open. Like tonight, when we as the George team are opening up for the first time since the pandemic. For the first time, for months or almost years, to party again.
1: Oh yeah, I can't wait. The George team has now grown up to hundreds of people. Meanwhile, and when the arena is opening our doors for us tonight, we are finally meeting all again in person, or some of us even meet for the first time. Okay.
0: When you are listening to this podcast, the George party will be over already. But open will stay our culture in George Labs, and open will stay George himself, of course.
1: Yeah, as long as we aren't closed, as it was in Austria and Croatia mid of October, George was down. Actually, all our banking uh, systems were down, and this was a real stress test for our operations team. But we luckily could fix this issue. But This had nothing to do with with George himself, by the way.
0: Uh, Right, Tamara, but even more so, it meant stress for millions of customers and users, of course. But um, you know what? While, of course, many people were concerned and complained righteously as they couldn't do their banking, the understanding still was surprisingly big. And in many comments at least that I read on social media, George was amongst all the anger about the problems that there were still considered as the best banking around. And my guess is that this has something to do with George's openness, openness in communications and also in the general reliability and the approach and attitude of George, which is open.
1: Open banking, yes, we proclaim that George stands for it, that George lives open banking. But what does this actually mean? What does it mean for our users? Because it's the users we built George for, right?
0: Yes, uh, open banking is one of the hyped buzzwords in our industry in fintech. Everybody's talking about it, but only a few can explain what it actually means.
1: So I would say that we should find out a little bit more about uh, that with our today's guest, who probably can explain it better than any one of us. And we are not saying this because he's our boss.
0: (laughs) Welcome, welcome Martin, Martin Kopsa.
1: Welcome. Martin, you are the CEO of George, Managing Director of George Labs and part of the George team now for many years in very responsible positions. You are, that much can be said, one of the guys who opened George up for for new markets in new countries, but also for partnerships with third parties.
0: And you did so very successfully, obviously, because in the end you now get rewarded for it. In November you will become COO, Chief Operating Officer of one of George's mother banks, the awesome Jessica Sproetelna.
1: Congratulations, Martin. One reason more to celebrate tonight, I would say. But before we come to that, we have something to talk about. And now we want to talk about the openness of George and what that means. If you look back to all um, your years with George, uh, can you still remember your first time with George? What was the first moment you heard about George? And what were you thinking about?
2: So, hi, everyone. and. Um, I'm very happy to be on the podcast and let me dig directly into the question. So I do remember that I first time came to the Neutorgasse still where there was Mm -hmm. this big kitchen and um, and I was there as part of that former IT that not many people like in the George team liked uh, because the old traditional IT was always the enemy of George so and I was there to resp- represent kind of the group retail and the group IT governance and at the end trying to help George as much I could uh, but I really had the feeling that there is something new being born uh, and I definitely appreciated the way it is done because the environment was very informal there was this big uh, I did uh, my own coffee in this big presso machine and it was um, um, very human, very familiar uh, and uh, the people there were very direct and kind the of people you not always find in a corporation and so and this was uh, for me nice and 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 juicy because I like people that that can stand behind. Uh, Uh, their opinion and behind their uh, ideas and they are keen to fight and the George team was
0: there to fight (laughs) yeah both of us Tamar and me we also remember uh, that office we've been there as well at that time we remember the kitchen the uh, actually quite horrible coffee back there (laughs) our breakfast and lunches (laughs) Uh, it definitely was quite different from uh, from now Um, and we were quite a small team and a lot of things have changed Um, and you've been with us through all the times through all these changes and during all your years uh, with george scaling up george scaling up the team, the complete project, the users, the features, the countries, the topics and last but not least all the complexities that come with it. Um, What do you consider your biggest achievements and George's biggest success? And if you can answer that, have there been uh, failures worth to mention as well?
2: My biggest achievement definitely is that uh, we took the nucleus of George that was running on Tim's computer and brought it into a banking that has a reach of six countries and uh, almost seven and a half or even more uh, millions of customers. uh, And it runs stably, and customers are appreciating a lot. So, uh, this journey. is definitely great but it wasn't easy because I myself uh, am on it kind of full time for the last 80 years so it is no easy win so it is a lot of consistent work and there has been many small issues that didn't work as they could uh, so basically we had this amazon style in the mind that uh, you are You know the target, but you are flexible on the way. So we have been trying to work around every obstacle that came to the way. And it was for me great learning how to scale an organization and even like within the realm of a group or big traditional banking group uh, where you have dependencies to almost uh, like hundreds or thousands other people across six countries
0: uh if if you look back to the uh, to the playfulness also of that time i mean i think no one of us at that time saw that uh george would become that big as he is right now uh, or at least we Absolutely. hoped so uh, at Absolutely. least we hoped to what we didn't know uh, how difficult is it to keep a little bit of that playful spirit from the beginning
2: look i believe this is a very good point so None of us dreamed this way, or we had even many different dreams that didn't turn right. And so, and I, I came there when it was like 2013 for the first time, and we have not been even thinking about George. We have just been working on these singular apps on the mobile phone. And so this was how it all started. And then basically George came and nobody was even dreaming to bring it to the mobile, for example. George started on the web yeah? so, and then we have to work around and, and uh, like make it as well group solutions on the mobile, what is now showing one of the best uh, decisions that, that we have done uh, down there. But same like we once we have been able to see that uh, it's success in Austria, We have been starting to dream about other countries. Then when we have seen that it's deployed in in some countries, we have been dreaming about the group. Then, in the meanwhile, we have been dreaming about selling George somewhere outside. You know, this turned to be a a failure. So then we have been thinking about opening up as a marketplace. That was another dream that we have not yet made. And most probably we see now that it wasn't even realistic so uh, kind of we are trying to find multitude of different playgrounds and ways and our dreams now are not any smaller for the future but uh, we still are kind of dreaming big to my eyes bigger than we are and so we believe it's really uh, aspirational for everybody on the on the floor and now the dream we have is that uh, George will be your personal financial advisor guiding your life and making it better. So, if you have George or not, uh, after many years you will see that it will be a difference. You will be healthier, you will be wealthier, and you can live a financial way more stable life. So, this is our dream for the future.
1: One uh, word we had um, we have heard now um, more often is um, open, openness, mm-hmm. open banking. Um, What does this concept mean for you and how can you explain it to people who haven't heard of Open Banking yet in a few words?
2: For me, in general Open Banking, um, it can be interpreted in multiple ways, but the George way of interpretation is that George always wanted to be a place where others can integrate into. And we can keep the customer contact and they can bring their great services for our customers. So this was basically the way that we always dreamed about. Now the open banking is as well mended the other way around. So that the fintechs and, and uh, entities, different partners, will simply start to work with banking services and make them kind of community. Yeah? so that they will be just calling our APIs and they will be keeping the customer contact. Where we believe this is a crucial fight that we want to win with George, that our interface is that good and our experience is amazing, so customers will be missing the greatness of George if they will be just using the open banking services provided by different third parties.
0: Yeah, well, if you if you're talking about um, partnerships, um, it's also kind of a kind of a buzzword. Uh, what does it actually? mean for for our users for George mm-hmm. customers uh, can you give an example of a partnership how it came alive what partnerships are planned for the future what are you dreaming of in terms of opening up George for these partnerships
2: yes so basically we have to we have to come from the way that George went and this is that George is now the only financial platform across this region that is present in six countries. Uh, So we are covering kind of the CE region very nicely. And there are many uh, partners that are like, over there, there are many services that would love to scale across these different countries, but it's difficult because this is not the US, you know, you have in different state here, different regulations, you have different languages and uh, approach the customers and especially like, uh, not just through internet, but through a media where the KYC identity is secured and an environment that the customers are interacted like almost on a daily basis. This is fairly difficult for many and that's why the George is a unique place like no other banking group here can offer anything like that. They can offer you to integrate six times to six different solutions, but we can do uh, to offer you one integration to George and then we will be able to bring you to six countries with us and you can benefit on 7.5 million users that are 20 times a month uh, with you. So this is the benefit that we have and in terms of the partners so we had a long journey from kind of the traditional partners like many can imagine like insurance companies so we have a VIG and other insurance partners that are providing their products in the George interface. Uh, and for uh, for them it's great because uh, you usually would never use frequently interface of the insurance company and you have no reason to do so you buy the product and luckily nothing happens so you don't know about it for another year or two and the insurance is completely out of your mind here in george whenever you log in you can see that product and it can remind you that you have relationship with the company second one is more sexier maybe are the partners we have uh, tried to engage in the area of your spending behavior or your interactions around shopping. So there we have partners like uh, Dateo or the Moneyback uh, plugin that is really willing to support customers in their shopping so they can save some money while they do shopping and we provide this cashback back to their account and in future most probably back to the investments because this is where where the money should go so they make them wealthy uh, over a longer period of time the other example is optiopay where we provide you vouchers so you like prepay some amount and then you get discount by the the retailer or the the shopping place and all of this turned to be in great interest of customers, maybe to our surprise, way bigger than we expected. So we have data used by over one and a half million customers and the cashback is reaching already five million that we return to the customers across those countries. So this is a huge amount of money, and you definitely not get it at once, so uh, the customers in average are getting 3 to 5 euros uh, back on their account per month, but in total 5 million is 5 million that, that we have been able to bring to their account that they can use for something else.
0: Yeah, yeah it's a great uh, great success, especially money back. Um, you talked about insurances, about money back, in the end all this is has something to do in the broader sense with money, with banking. Uh, could you also imagine, in the future, no pressure to the uh, third party team who has to implement it, uh, but uh, other examples that could go into this direction? Are there if, you, if, you, if you're dreaming now, uh, what partnerships would you see for George in a few years? Look,
2: here I believe that we have not exploited yet the partners that we have in the money area and we have to balance very carefully with the financial brand and with with our trust. And uh, here this cannot be underestimated because just right now we have a case in Czech Republic where we have tried to sell energy and then like... uh, We sold the company to a third party, so basically the customers had the feeling that they have been buying the energy from CESCASPOR RITELNA. Now there is like different company that go bankrupt. And then like what the customers do, they come to you as a bank, you know, because you recommended me that partner. And now you have to deal with the point that you, some of them believe that you misled the customer. So this is very uh, important as well for all the partnerships that we do in the future. No matter what we write in the contract or say, they will always keep us accountable for the advice we gave them or for the, for the partnership we offer them. So we have to choose the partners very wisely and for the future and we always will have to be there to fight for our customers that purchase the services through the partner because they expect it
1: that's a big topic i would say um because when it comes to partnerships with third parties one of the main issues that always comes up also for users is trust trust in the security and data protection what uh, can we do as a bank to um, have the trust of our customers and to um, make them feel safe and be safe.
0: You mean except for hiring even more lawyers than our team to write <laughs> to <laughs> to <laughs> <add> the contracts?
2: <laughs> yeah, and I believe that the lawyers won't, won't solve it. Because yeah? yeah, sure. the more lawyers, <laughs> the less customers will understand it. And I believe that this is at the end the trust that uh, we care for. Yeah? So not that uh, the contracts will be bulletproof, but the customer can rely on us and he will come to us because he rely, uh, relies on us and he knows that we are here. Protect his interest at the end. So, uh, and on this one, we definitely have to openly communicate and openly communicate in the George words. Same like for the Money Back plugin, we very openly tell you that we have to share certain data with the third party. Nothing is for free. So, if you want your cash back, you are sharing certain elements. It is anonymous, so we tell you what we share, but uh, it like without. Uh, any value for anybody else nobody gives you money so this is then the information that the merchants are getting and for that they are paying you the the, the money back so they they are able to target the marketing a little bit better based on that information uh, so we always have to care that we and this is in our strongest interest we never misuse the, the distrust of customer so we will never share the information without the permission we never should communicate in loyalish loyal loyalish, legalish whatever. We should communicate yeah. human and uh, as a George. and um, yeah, we have to be very transparent on what we do and um, this is th- this should help us because in general, Banking has a big trust and every crisis uh, is showing us and even the COVID one that the customers are aware of that and they rely on the banks in the
0: tough times. um, We as a bank, we rely on on trust of our customers and actually it's one of our biggest biggest assets that we have. uh, and uh, people trust us, a bank, uh, probably way more than they do a fresh startup coming from somewhere or even the big uh, American tech companies uh, competing with us in many fields now. Uh, How important do you think is this trust issue for us in the future? In the future, how do we keep that as an asset?
2: Look, this I believe that into a long future this and the personal contact that we will still be able to offer will become our biggest weapons for success in the future. So if I believe that we, we will be standing here in 200 years for something is because we will have competitive enough like experience and, and basically digital approachability and great uh, basically advice for the customer that can help him in, in situation and we will be really thinking about him more than we think about us and the second one is that he knows that he can trust us and he knows that he, in, if, in case anything happens he can walk down the road and find our branch and talk to human there uh, and we won't disappear so these are the three things that I believe are, are the core for our survival for the future.
0: Okay, you, you are handling these issues, amongst others, of course, now on an EVA, even higher level in the future. Uh, you're moving up to the board of Jessica Goitalna, but of course you won't leave us, uh, leave the George team and George, of course. Um, please tell us more about the way ahead. What's your vision for George in the next years? How can you contribute to it? And also, what will be our main challenges, except the ones that we talked about already?
2: Uh, Yes, I'm moving to Česka and uh, it has its upsides and downsides. So on one hand, yes, I will be maybe less in contact with George. But on the other hand, I believe that uh, I'm going there as well to help George. And why I'm saying that it's simple. Because the biggest next step for George and Erste Group is now the transformation for the financial health company. And so we are not just saying it internally, but I know many mm, top managers and CEOs that really mean it. And so this is not, we, we, they really mean that we are not going to make another buzzword out of this one. And here I believe that the next big step for George will not anymore be a feature but we really be this intelligence and for that intelligence that we will be turning George from reactive to proactive for somebody that is guiding you and advising you on your uh, on your way uh, through your life here it's about data and uh, for that to, to reach we need a bank so George needs to rely on a bank because the data are there George is having only a limited set of data so we really have to now combine the capability of the bank and the greatness of george and really prepare models that we can then scale across the group and make george great proactive advisor for you
1: thank you very much martin for your insights um we wish you all the best for your future and also george of great success together with us thank you um but before we go now to celebrations, um, we want to end this podcast with a quick round of questions. So, short questions with a very short answer, if possible. And let's start. Okay, let's go. When you are moving to Prague, what will you miss most about Vienna?
2: I will miss the George team and the floor here and the amazing campus, the nicest office that I, I have been at. So that's all what I miss.
1: Oh, That's very nice to hear. We will miss <laughs> you too.
2: Um,
0: George App or George Webb? George App.
1: What was the last George feature or function you used?
2: Money back.
0: <laughs> <laughs> when <laughs> today?
2: Uh, yeah, I used the basically the card I used even yesterday, but uh, like um, the future I was at least this week. Yeah.
0: Okay, uh, complete the sentence. Uh, if I, Martin, was George. My very next step would be...
2: Finally to be- to become smart. I'm <laughs> looking for that. <them. laughs>
1: <laughs> and last but not least, where will we see you tonight? At the bar or at, or at the dance floor?
2: I'm gonna be everywhere. <laughs>
0: yeah, <laughs> that's what we expect. Uh, thank you, Martin. Uh, and now, before we head to the party, uh, thanks again. Um, and for, the, for all the others uh, hear you next time on the George podcast, thank you very much bye
2: bye, thank you very much thank, thank you. you for listening